Baller Live. We are back, New York Sports Exchange, episode number 63. And let's celebrate, people, because Aaron Judge is back with the New York Yankees. Nine years, $340 million in Aaron Judge's pocket. It's something they had to do. We will go into a deep dive with that and all the other MLB free agent news. No Tim, no Terrence, and it's not just me here. First podcast appearance, he's been on a live stream, he's on the Fantasy Football League. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the Pope. Call to the bullpen, I'm here. Uh, our our generation's Derek perfect. Jeter is locked up for life. And I think they should name him Captain. We he might be a captain, who knows, we'll see, but he's here for the rest of his career and... You know, the, but they had the end of the contract could do be it. a little bit of a of a nightmare. Forty million. They had to do it. You can't. You can't let your forever player walk. But I will say this: you just can't as ownership. Jobs not finished. It's a- jobs not finished. Carlos oh, Rodon. You do, do badly need a left Carl's fielder. I will gladly take Brian Reynolds or Andrew Benintendi at this point. Some other signings that have gone on. We will definitely go into the Bogarts deal. Definitely the downfall of the Boston Red Sox with a Heim Bloom masterclass over there in Boston. Um, NFL football, we will re- we will preview the upcoming Giant and Jet games and give our three best bets. And what's a best bet without the Pope here? Nothing better. Nothing better. Nothing better. Uh, college football, only one college football game this week, and it's probably our country's biggest. Army, Navy. Army, Navy. Most patriotic event of the 16-0 to the under in the last 16. Do we take the under? Do we take the points? Some, someone's got someone's to bet the over. There's, there's got to be someone Something's got to give at Lincoln Financial. We will get into that. The Knicks. Remember when I talked shit about the Knicks? Well, I don't have anything to be mad about the Knicks for. They just beat the Hawks by 25 at home. Julius Randle, 31, 31 points, 17 rebounds. The Knicks, fuck Trey Young. Uh, can I just say fuck Trey Young? You see those? Uh, I know. Oh, Unbelievable. And to hockey, the Rangers. Remember when I talked shit about the Rangers? The Rangers go into Vegas, the best team in hockey, and beat them five to one on their home ice. What a time! What a day it was yesterday to be a New York sports fan and finally college basketball. I have a new wagon. I will reveal who that is later on. One of my wagons, however, Texas went down to Illinois in overtime at the Garden. Duke got a big win at the Garden over Iowa this past Tuesday. Let's go right into it. Aaron Pope, Aaron Judge is back. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't let this guy walk when you build him a section in right field, uh, the judges chambers. You just can't do it. Um, I, there's debates of whether you know Jeter was named captain after winning, you know, multiple World Series. Can you give this guy captain after they've lost five straight years? I personally don't think they should. I've he's he's the player of my lifetime. He's the best player I've ever watched as a Yankee. Uh, you just you just gotta win one until until you give this guy the captain. Uh, especially when, you know, Jeter, they had the documentary named The Captain. You can't just get you know, documentaries like, you like just, that. You can't just do it out. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, earned documentaries yeah, at this point. But, yeah, yeah this is something the Yankees needed to do. Um, there's really no doubt about it. Uh, it were, there were some scary times. There were some very scary times. 
the John Heyman report when it went from Arson Judge to the when it went from Arson Judge to the Giants Arson to Aaron Judge. Judge to the Giants to I'm sorry Aaron Judge is not going to the Giants to now Aaron Judge back with the Yankees. It seems like Plan A is going down. Hal Steinbrenner talked to the Pope, the act, not the Pope here, the actual Pope, <laughs> the actual. Yeah. It, it took a, it, it took, took a holy all, blessing. It took Aaron the Judge throne of God and the Holy Trinity to get Aaron Judge back at the back with the Yankees. This is making me have faith again. This is making me have faith again. But as I said before in the intro, the job is not finished. It is not finished at all. Why? Yeah. Only because Carlos Rodon is still on the market. And here's the thing with this. There's a lot of smoke with Yankee reporters talking about Carlos Rodon to the Yankees. Almost which leads me to, to believe that he is going to the Yankees. But here's the thing. Too much smoke kind of scares me. Because if he doesn't go to the Yankees, I'm going to be heartbroken. Uh, yeah, well... Uh, Hal heard the boos. Uh, we booed him this year, and uh, he he dropped his nuts <laughs> on the table uh, multiple times. Yes, he does. He deservedly so, though. If I was there, I would have booed <laughs> this him. This kid booed Aaron I Judge. Booed the shit out of came him, to but, the uh, divisional series. <laughs> he, I mean, hey, man, he 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 struck out. Uh, well, he was over five that day. Game, game two I did, of the I did divisional not series because that man's our face. <laughs> There are those hardos on Twitter that say, how dare you fucking boo this guy. He he just put up an MVP season. He went 0 for 5 in the playoffs and they <laughs> lost. I could fucking boo him if I want to. But uh, last last minute of the deal, Hal, Hal closes uh, the show with an extra $40 million. Judge t- takes a hometown discount, uh, and he just wants to be here. And that's a guy you want around. Uh, Michael K. <laughs> And uh, the infamous uh, Earl going at it on Ryan Twitter Ryan about uh, Ryan whether or the not same like judge level on Yankee Twitter because because I I'm very vocal with Yankee Twitter. Pope here is very vocal with Yankee Twitter. We know a lot of people on Yankee Twitter. Yankee fan Earl is the living breathing definition of a keyboard warrior. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because. Okay, you're telling me you get an open invite from Michael K, perhaps the biggest, or not the biggest, but one of the biggest figures in New York sports media. You get an open invite on Twitter after going at him, reply after reply after reply, and you're not going to call in? And you mean to tell me this tough guy? He's like, ah. <laughs> Go on the show. Enough with the, enough with the typing. Go on the show. You know, okay. one person who can, okay. who can okay. attest to that is me. <laughs> I, I have my share of Salicata interactions on Twitter. I have called into a show and am blocked on three numbers. Yankee fan Earl, take some fucking notes and go call into the show. I would have been on that show at 3 o'clock if I got that offer on Twitter. 3 o'clock I would have been. I just want to put, put that a bet on. <laughs> Michael K. Oh my God. Michael K was taking receipts and you know what? Good for him. Good for him. Good for Michael K. Good for him. Yes. He takes, he takes shit for, uh, for, you know, he, he, I will say he was pushing the Cashman agenda a little bit about, Oh, how is, how is this season a failure? You saw, you saw that tweet, but he had the right to because he got a text 
uh, saying that the Yankees are still in play for Aaron Judge. He got that Earl text message. Him a fraud. Now look at Earl look. called him a fraud. <laughs> and he ended up being right. I, I'm just I'm a I was an Earl guy. I find him funny. Wow, I'm a Yankee fan Earl. Wow, and for other reasons too, which we will not say on the air. But <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, say, he is a fraud. But there's some other targets that the Yankees do need, as I mentioned before, Carlos Rodon. Just because, on as we check right now, hopefully there's. Nope, nothing, nothing yet. I always hope for something to break while we're on the air. Never works, but it always comes on when I least expect it. But I do think that the Yankees badly need Carlos Rodon. It seemed that they weren't going after Rodon after Curry came out with a report that Cashman and Steinbrenner both felt that Herman and Schmidt provided great depth to the rotation. Uh, I mean, it it, it, move, it puts your rotation in a situation where. It's good, but not great. Carlos Rodon puts you in the category of having a great rotation. Puts you in the category of having a great rotation. Oh, yes, great. Can I just say one thing? Resigning it's Aaron Judge team. is not improving your team from last year. He, it's a lateral move. He was on the he was on the team last year. Go out and fucking get a guy like Rodon and and make this team better. I I just. <laughs> I hope Hal is here in the booze enough to. Uh, yeah, but I think you get a rotation game. of Cole, Nest, Cole, Rodon, Nestor, Severino, and Montas. I think you, I'll say it. You, I, I said this on Tuesday. You do not get a game where you're like, "Oh shit, we're fucked." You don't get a game where where you. No. It's it's important one, two, too, three, especially in, in a best of five, even in a best of seven too. But I just, oh my god, I think that if they want to make a push, they get Rodon. His numbers against the Astros are phenomenal. Have you seen his numbers against the Astros? Oh, it's like a, it's like it's, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that's who you're, that's who you're division, trying to beat right now. It's the Yankees. And the, the division Astros. isn't really looking too great. Gotta get over the hump right now. It's you're leading the pack. The the Blue Jays have seemed to fall off a little bit because because uh, Teoscar they traded Teoscar Hernandez to Seattle. The Rays they always sell every year, but you know they'll fucking be in the hunt at some point. Do I think they'll be competitive in the division? No. By the way, uh, what the hell is what the hell is Don Mattingly? Doing yeah, that was his, weird. Uh, Blue I don't Jays know about bench that. Coach? What, I mean, what is. I mean, you're going to move from Miami to Toronto? Maybe Tower must have got move. Blue Jays. Great hire. Good for He's the almost Blue like Jays, a second hitting Great coach. hire. Almost like a second hitting coach at that point. Good guy to have on your staff. I would have. I know. Yeah, so, they're uh, dead. I guess the rumors uh, oh, are well. to the Yes Network. Or um, and then, you know, Baltimore is on the rise right now, but I think they're too young to really make that great of a push. And then, and then there's the Red Sox who are – not, you know what, the, the homegrown guy you walk, let your home we'll that. Guy walk. But at the same time, too, though, the Yankees do badly need a left fielder. I am fine with getting either bringing Benintendi back because when they – all right, again, I know we just said it's the same team if you bring back Judge, but I don't think we saw – in. yeah, we didn't really see enough ben of Benintendi. Benintendi didn't really play on this team. Again – He's the guy they missed in the playoffs. You have no a healthy Benintendi and a healthy LeMahieu. In, in your 
postseason in your postseason lineup, which I mean, you could say that realistically about a bunch of teams, but yeah. This team's just yeah, gotta, I gotta stay, stay healthy. healthy. Also, I would like Brian Reynolds. If you're serious about winning now and wanting to keep and like want the World Series ring now, you go get Brian Reynolds. How much, uh, you know, I guess stock do you put into Anthony Volpe uh, making an impact the- on the 2023 Yankees? Because I just I saw they're going to have an open shortstop competition in spring training. It's like. Do you think he's got I any think shot they give to it to Peraza before him. Roster. I, it's not. I have like no analysis on that, but I just think that he was the first guy called up. I think he's the most major league ready. I know. I I think IKF gets dumped to Boston because hey, Boston's looking for a shortstop right now. Boston's looking for a major league ready shortstop, for what it's worth. And there's really, I I really think that there's. I think we're waiting for an for an Adam Adovino like trade from the Yankees. Oh no! Um, by the way, Oswaldo uh, Cabrera uh, uh, in an Islanders jersey. Um, and to, to to even it out, Nestor and Bader were at the Nick game, so I'll, I'll live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like the I feel like the Yankee guys are all Nets fans. Yeah, that, that is true. Yes, that is true too. although Kevin Durant said that he didn't care about their country signing. <laughs> Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck Kevin Durant. <laughs> all right, moving on. Moving on from the Yankees to the Mets. Fuck him. So right after we recorded on Tuesday, the next morning, uh, if I can find it, yes, here it is. Um, Jose Quintana. Signs a two-year, $26 million deal with the New York Mets. It's, this is going to be a new-look rotation for the Mets. I think with – now you have Scherzer as your number one guy. You have Scherzer, Verlander. And then you have Quintana. Sit. I think – do we think Chris Bassett's gone? Okay. Uh, he's gone, yeah. I, I think he was gone from the beginning. And you, I, you lose Taiwan Walker. You lose Taiwan Walker, too. I, I actually think he got – I think he got he got overpaid. Uh, the Phillies are not fucking around in terms of uh, they're all in. Oh, but yeah, not a shot. I was the Mets. I would not – Based on that, Walker I think all that money was just based on his first half of the year because towards the second half he was not what he was supposed to be. Um, in other Yankee news, Jameson Tyone signs with the Cubs, four years, $68 million. I think that's very deserved money. For, good for him. He deserves money. Good for him. Good for him. I, I have no I have no hard feelings against him for leaving. He uh, yeah, Good for him. He's had an up and down um, career. In he other news, the good Giants did get their outfielder. Mitch Hanniger. They got the guy. Mitch Hanniger. Three years, $43.5 million, as well as the Cardinals getting their catcher of the future, the Adi Molina replacement, Wilson Contreras from the Cubs, five years, $87.5 million. That's a big yeah. leap for the Cardinals. That, with how it's a good signing. It's a good signing, especially when you have the uh, reigning MVP, signing. along with Nolan Arenado. But I. I I think this that's a good it's a good it's a good signing for the Cardinals. It's a very good signing for the Cardinals, but we have to get to this because my goodness, did Heim fuck up big time? Xander Bogarts 
goes to the Padres. 11 years, $280 million. My God. The San Diego Padres are an inspiration to all of these small market teams, all the fans of small market teams who are frustrated with their team for not spending money. And every offseason, the Padres spend a fucking fortune. And you just say, where is this money coming from? Judge $400 million. You realize that's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. This is... I mean, this is a this is not a top five, top ten market it in, is in not baseball. Like... I mean, and and as a as a Red Sox, uh, the yeah, Red Sox fans just lo- you lose your guy to San Diego. I mean, they 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 must uh, be well, they can stick him in- be ready to move on from Tatis. Uh, very weird situation. I, I don't know. It's, once it's that a weird situation. Along, uh, what the fuck are they gonna do? Bob Melvin's gonna be put in a very tight situation where he's kind of like like he doesn't know where to put it like are you gonna put Tat- i mean they threw tatis in center field before he got hurt and before he got suspended but like where are you gonna put it, it, it it's, it's, it's a weird. very weird situation that i am glad i am not a fan of the san diego padres in the mean the, in the yeah i mean Tatis is, is like their guy, but I mean, how fucking stupid could you be? And then he thought oh, he could come out God. and trick everyone by uh, lying about the, the he drug he was on. I mean, what the hell are you doing? He got a haircut. That's what happens. You, you know, that was that was the deal that day. Buy one, buy one, oh, get a needle. <laughs> Haircuts for needles. <laughs> Cut your hair for a nice little thing of EPO. <laughs> Um, do you think it's an overpay? Because I think it is for Bogarts. Um, slightly, is- but in order to win, you got to overpay. Uh, that's kind of the nature of the free agent market at this point. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm just thrilled that he's out of the AL East. I don't give a shit how much money he's making. You're next. The, the You're Red next. Sox lost their guy. Oh, tr- oh my God. Oh, he's Trust next. me, he's when gone. I'm fuck it, when it's free agency really... at this time next year, and Josh Donaldson's gone from his contract, I am pushing the Devers to the Yankees agenda. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll, I'll take, take back, back every bad word I ever but... said about the guy. I said the same thing with Correa. <laughs> uh, he cheated. I don't give a shit. Never. He's welcome yeah. here, and that's the thing too with, will never with go, the Padres. Never go this puts him, them. But... Well over the Dodgers in the NL West. I think the Padres win the division because if you look at the projected lineup for the for the Dodgers right now, it is not as good. It is not as good at all compared to what it was last year. So you have your you have your top you have your top four. That's that's some that's good. You got Mookie Betts. You got Freddie Freeman. You got Max Muncy, who's very night and day. So I wouldn't really trust him. And then you got Will Smith. Was he an all-star? I think he was an all-star catcher. Yeah, he was an all-star catcher. Then you have yes, Gavin yes. Lux, who's okay. Pretty pretty good shortstop. Not not like a not an elite, but like, you know, he can get the job done. Chris Taylor, who got paid based off of one postseason yeah. and then hasn't done shit since. And then at third base, you have Miguel Vargas. Who the fuck is that? And then in left, left field, 
Yeah. I think the Dodgers yeah. are the, like, the and biggest. And left field, you got Clay's brother. Frauds. And then you got I James mean. Outman at center. Like, who, like, this team is not going to be competitive at all. I think they'll, they'll, squeak, they'll squeak a wild card, but I don't think that they're yeah, going to no, win the division. I, I, I think this, think... this division is going to be the Padres to lose. I'm interested to see the Vegas odds. I would bet you that the Padres and the Dodgers are about with even odds. And yeah. And then uh, with the Red the Sox teams. and who they got, they, uh, in my opinion, this was a pretty big overpay, if you ask me. Especially for yeah, for Masataka yeah, Yoshida, five years, ninety Japanese. million dollars. Uh, they also bolstered their bullpen a lot. They got Chris Martin, pretty good reliever. They signed Kenley Jansen, two years, thirty-two million. But that Bogart deal, and even like earlier that day, it was like talks are intensifying between Bogarts and the Red Sox. I and mean, then I don't, I don't know what Heim did. Heim, what happened? What a swing! What yes. a swing of emotions uh, for Jared Garabas. Uh He <laughs> had his five minutes of fame when Aaron Judge that's was what I a love about San Francisco Giant. That's what I love, like Met fans, on, yeah. a couple of days. I love how like I love how like his guy Met is fans gone. on Twitter when Judge was on the Giants for like ten minutes, and then it was like, oh my god, like the Yankees they just lost their big guy. Like he's gonna have a great career in San Francisco, and then it never happens. And then he's on to the Yankees. They're like, this is such an overpay. They're going to deal with this contract for the next 10 years. It's going to hurt them, all this. Get a life. You're, you, you, you have two 40-year-olds in, in the bolt, in the front of your rotation. I don't care how good they are. They're 40 years old. That's all I'll say on that. That is all I will say on that. Uh, we are still waiting on a Correa deal. We are still waiting on a Rodon deal. Rodon should be tomorrow from what I've heard with what people said it was basically like what did they say it was it was about uh 48 hours yeah like 48 hours until a rodon deal but but then there's uh i do think all right i will say this and this is a completely unbiased take i do think rodon goes to the yankees and it's gonna be I think they're going to overpay, but in a situation like this, you have to. Six years, $180 million. Uh, yes. I'll say the one thing about baseball. They do a Winter lot meetings are I want to go. Winter meetings is electric. You just have – you have you, you have a lull of a month of just it, nothing, yeah. and then it's just like all gas, no break. You just – Fucking fire up the hot stove. I know. And you got all these signings in the span of like three days. The winter they meetings are. is like... And they also added the lottery. The right Pirates won the draft lottery. Good, good for them. I like, oh, I like yeah. how they have People it. Like, about that. And now you can trade draft picks now. That's what made the MLB draft so boring. There was no lottery. You couldn't trade draft picks. Like it wasn't like... And now you can trade draft picks. You can... There's a lottery now. I... I like it. I, I like it a lot. But I will say, I hate to sound I hate to sound like a, a analytic nerd, but just to compare, I'd much rather have Brian Reynolds over Benintendi. In four seasons, Reynolds is a switch hitter, eight forty two OPS, one twenty six weighted runs created plus twelve point five WAR. Benintendi seven eighty two OPS, one hundred nine weighted runs created plus with a thirteen point one WAR. I I I just like Reynolds better. 
He's younger. He's a switch hitter. Yankees. Uh, War is. I just want to say something. Uh, this is a Frank the Tank bit. War okay. is the most useless all stat right. around. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I, I feel it. All right. Moving on from baseball. Hopefully, I'm, I just pray Rodon signs with the Yankees. I pray. Um, I'm, I, it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be heartbreak if he doesn't. I'll, I'll... It just I it feel just like, feels it I, feels like he's trending. I think it's a bold tactic. Out of all these tweets, it's just I think when the Yankees want a guy, they they get him. But yeah. it is it is definitely. Well, remember with did, Cole, it was like, Cole, oh, he's going to the Yankees, and then like the day before Cole signed with the Yankees, it was like, oh, he's going to the Angels. Like uh, the Angels seem to be the leader, and like, we all got up that next morning, and it was Cole going I mean, to the Yankees. So Boris. Yeah, uh, Boris. Can say, yeah, you can say. Let me Boris. just. Can I just? <laughs> Scott, Scott wow. Boris is just a fucking asshole. He is just like. Oh, and don't get me wrong. If I was a if I was a baseball player, I would sign with him because he he uses the most scummy. Begging on his He's yeah. got reporters <laughs> by the balls. Yeah, I mean it's the not, way he leaks it's information. Not it, it's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's a good tactic. It's not a smart tactic. By the way, Aaron Judge. Oh well, that was the same thing with Jeter. Brian Cashman hates him. Same. I I I read something about it. Cashman is always going to the media with his with these contracts. Aaron Judge and Brian. Yes. Aaron Judge is coming back because he likes the team. And he I think like he likes game. Hal too. He cannot stand because Hal was Cashman. basically the one that got the deal done. <laughs> yeah, this was Hal's deal to make. This but was Hal's deal to make. Remember yes. with Jeter, when Jeter was going for his second contract extension after 2011. Do you remember, like uh, th- that deal should have been done like before Thanksgiving, if we're being honest. Like that deal should have been done before Thanksgiving, and then like a whole like Jeter basically yeah. said, "I want to come back." I told my agent, "It's if any team asks me if I'm going, ask me if I'm going anywhere. I'm staying in New York. All this, which is one thing, just keep the negotiations private." And then here comes Brian Cashman, fucking running his mouth, and then that report came out about how Jeter basically asked him, "Like, do you?" Th- feel that there are shortstops like in this league better than me and then he like straight up said he's like Troy Tulowitzki and Haley Ramirez are light years better than you <laughs> what a jackass yes. yeah. I mean, what a- I, I'm not I'm not a fan of Cashman's tactics I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that I am not a fan of his tactics all right moving on from the offseason we head to the NFL the Giants take on the 11 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles. Saquon was just announced as a limited participant in practice due to a neck injury. Leonard Williams and Adoree Jackson did not practice today. The Giants. This is the thing with the Giants. I mean, I don't really know what to say. I think that. Do we have the talent to beat them? No. I, I do not think that we have, especially if Saquon's going to be out, which I hope he isn't. But I, as I, I've said this all year. I've said it all year. I've said 
I'm here for a good time. I've had a great time watching this team. If we, but it will hurt if we choke and miss the playoffs. But I really don't know about this one. Um, you know, the, yes. they, they so play the Eagles play the scrubs. 18. The hope is, yeah. or, or, the hope is they're resting players by then. The Giants have to beat the Eagles once and they have to win in Washington. Uh, for, for really for any chance at the playoffs, the Seahawks are, yeah, uh, it's like, it's I think they're crazy like, like one game out or whatever, but I was, I was in, I was in oh, MetLife yeah. for, for the game, uh, Sunday. Yeah. I mean, you can't lose that. You can't lose that game. I mean, Richie James. I mean, we can't. We can we can we, can we can't at this run. point. I mean, and, and then, what else are we gonna have a receiver? <laughs> and then when Graham Gano hits, there's some criminal activity going on behind your house to beat you. Oh shit! It's that uh, time of I year. Think Santa Claus is driving by. Oh God. It's that tradition. Merry, Mer- um, Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> He's closing his window. Yeah, but as of right now, as it stands, if the season were to end, the Giants will be traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers and Brock Purdy. I, I, again, I really just don't know with this with this team. Like this team could really just this team could go out there and put on a. Put on a great performance and went and somehow beat them. We've proven us time and time again. But at the same time, this this Eagles team is the best team in football, and they're eleven and one. So I, I really I really don't know. Pope, you're muted. <laughs> my my fault. Um, again, seven at home. Uh, I, I just. I love betting on the Giants. Going to the game. This is just one. I could see the Giants getting blown out. Uh, okay, because they are undefeated. Question: Are they still undefeated against the spread? When uh, it's possible, you, they have, okay. So okay, you they are you undefeated were against the spread when I three zero and one. No, four and zero versus spread. Oh, record one. Straight up three zero and one. All right. Um. Yeah, straight up three zero and one. Straight up, yes, yes, yes. They covered the two and a half this week. The, by the way, can I just say, yeah, uh, Brian Dable, I know you yeah, you went over this on the last show. I don't understand that. That punt on fourth and three, I mean, how much How much do you want to show that you don't have yeah. confidence in your offense uh, if you're going to punt there? The, if, if anything, you're, you're in a division game. Though, this kind of helps, that tie helped out the Giants. The damn thing. Because they don't move in the standings. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, the, it's the game in Washington is. Probably I, I think I think they realize that too. Now that it got flexed to prime time, it just, it just built it up even more because. Oh yeah, the Giants are going to be on Sunday Night Football, football with playoff baby. implications, like that. Like people don't realize, like how in December we had that one year. December, we had that one I mean, year. <laughs> we had that. We had that one. Uh, Eagles Cowboys at one Sunday night game. Oh, the I'll Eagles forget, is Washington one game. Of the worst Giants memories of my life. It's why. Yeah. It's why I. Yeah. Are oh yeah 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 the Giants beat Dallas wow. earlier that day. 
I will never bet on the Jaguars. But you have to because I fucking okay. hate. I am disgusted by Doug Peterson. Still from that but you day, have to realize though, if-, if the Giants made the playoffs that year, we would. Yeah. Joe Judge, Joe Judge is still the head coach. Yes, Dave Gettleman's Joe Judge is still, still the general head coach. manager. I... Yeah, in the moment, oh my god! In Dude, that you moment, have no idea. We were in online school, out. and I hop into one of my classes, and one of my teachers just sees me and just goes, "Ah, uh, ah, uh, I'm so sorry." <laughs> like people like visibly saw me like unhappy, and I was just like. I think he I mean, is. Is Nate, is Nate Sudfeld even right on now. the NFL roster? I mean, he, that that might have been the worst um, quarterback Nate play. Sudfeld. Nate Sudfeld is backing up for Jared Goff in Detroit. When he came into that game. Uh, yes. All right. Do I think the Giants win this game? Uh, no. Will I be happy if they do? Yes. That that is what my mind That is what my mind is at right now. Because the Eagles, the Eagles are a fraud. Uh, yes, we're back. All right, sorry about that, guys. Our app's we're back. Though, right? <laughs> our, our app has been on some shit lately. I don't know what's going on, but all right, the Giants. Um, I will be very, I will be very happy with a win. They proved us wrong time and time again. No one has thought that. We, no one thought we'd be in this situation. So why not us? Why not us at this point? Meaningful football in December uh, is all you can ask from this team. I would not believe it. Uh, if you told me that at the beginning of this not, year, I would not believe it. Yeah. I would be shocked. But here we are. All right. To the Jets. Uh, the Giants have shocked the world again. In Buffalo. Um, Mike White still under center. Mike White still the guy. Give me the Bills. I just – I think the Bills are uh, – it's yeah, just the, the, thing, the Jets are rallying that's, around that's Mike White uh, wearing these shirts. I mean, they cannot – they they hate Zach Wilson. I mean, good God, and you're just going <laughs> to give up. It, it's, a t- it's a real tough situation. It's like you're going to give up on your number two overall pick in this yeah, I, I second year like this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think – Perhaps if the Jets were below 500 and weren't winning games that they did, they had no business winning. Zach Wilson would still be starting, and they would still be, you know, developing in that sense. They're they're a legitimate playoff team with uh, an elite defense, and they want the better quarterback in the moment, uh, who yeah, is Mike White. No and there's no disputing that. There's no arguing that. Uh, I don't know. The, the line is a little weird. Uh, the Jets won this game outright, um, the Meadowlands, and now the Bills are laying 10 at home. Uh, it just seems like uh, Vegas wants the public to go after the Jets. Uh, 10 points is a lot. It just seems like the Bills are going to blow them out of the waters uh, with the 10-point line that, that they lost outright to. Uh, the line to me yeah, says I, I say the take the Bills uh, minus you 10. Take the Bills to win and cover. All right, here we go. Our three best bets, they can be anything, money line, spread, over, under. Pope, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the honors. You go first. Um, 
Okay, so the Lions are favored at home versus the Vikings. The Vikings are the biggest fraud 10 and 2 team uh, uh, since they were the Steelers 10 and 2 and two years ago. Okay, so uh, you're mean to tell me that the Lions uh, are favored in this game. They have no business being favored in this game. That's why I love them. Vegas knows more than you. He knows more than me. Wow. Give me the Lions minus two at home. This team plays for Dan Campbell. The line, the Lions have no business being favored in this game. Vegas knows something. Right. Lions minus right. two is okay. my first best uh, bet. My best bet is going to be the Titans minus three and a half against the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are six and zero oh against the spread against teams with losing records this season. They're also eight and two against the spread over their last ten games. Uh, they have also covered eight of its last 10 against Jacksonville and Jacksonville is one and five against a spread on the road this year. I think this is this game as Derek Henry running up the gut all over. They fired their general manager. I think this is new life in Tennessee. Give me the Titans minus three and a half. Okay. I'm going to, uh, bring you over to primetime Sunday night football. Uh, is, perhaps the uniform matchup of the year. Uh, the Dolphins and the Chargers. Uh, anytime you get two teams like this with uh, great uniforms and offensive, two offensive coaches who love to throw the ball, the Dolphins have a terrible defense. All right. Um, okay. Give me the over 52 as my second best bet. I love it in prime time. Herbert versus Tua. Even though Tyree Kill is out, I love the over. I got. I believe I got a fantasy notification for that. Oh, okay. Uh, was downgraded to questionable. Uh, it, actually, let me correct myself. But I need him in the playoff game, so we better road play. Games have gone over this year, and but twelve of the past fourteen meetings between the Dolphins and the Chargers have gone under the total this year. So something has to give. I'm watching hockey right now, and I think the Maple Leafs just scored like three in like two minutes against the Kings. To make it three nothing, I just find that hilarious. All right, my second best bet is going to be. Hmm, I want to say it. I want to. I want to do it. Like part of. I wouldn't necessarily call this a best bet, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Give me the Bucks money line over the fucking 49ers. <laughs> I just think. I just think I'm I like it. I like it. This is this is the true test for Brock Purdy for me, because here you are, your first NFL start. You're going up against the greatest football player that has ever played the game. You're going up against the. You're going up against the greatest quarterback of all time, and there, there's really no analysis to this. It's the second time mm-hmm. that Tom Brady has been an underdog against a rookie quarterback. I would lean towards the under two. Tampa Bay has gone under in all five of its road games this year, and they're also ten and two to the under this year. But I just I like Bucks money line. I think Tom Brady. I think experience is going to go over. It will win over the inexperience of Brock Purdy. I don't think that he's really meshed with with the offense yet. So give me the Bucks money line. Okay, um, I'm going to go over to a divisional uh, game between the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals are riding high right now off the big Chiefs win. 
Uh, the public is all over the Bengals. You're taking the Browns. And Joe Burrow has not once beaten the Browns. Uh, give me the scrappy <laughs> Browns team. Now, I disavow thing, Deshaun, of, Watson, Deshaun Watson. Uh, but will I mean now? Granted, he played the Texans, so I mean he he didn't do really much on offense. He didn't all the touchdowns that were all twenty four points that were scored for uh, for Cleveland were on defense or special teams. But now with the Bengals riding on this high, do you think Deshaun Watson plays like himself, or do you think the offense takes a step back? Uh, I think it's a letdown spot for the Bengals. Uh, they might win this game. Uh, I think it's they, too many Joe Burrow has yet to beat the Browns in his career. I think. Um, yeah. Give me the give me the five and a half. Uh, I think the Browns can lose this game, uh, but they cover and they can they have the potential to win this game outright. Uh, third pick, okay. Okay. Browns um, plus five and a half. I'm trying. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Um. I'm going to take third. Yeah, all right. I'm going to go with this. Give me the Seahawks minus three and a half against the Panthers. Um, The Panthers have gone 0-4 against the spread following a bye week over the past five years. Um, Another little tid. Yeah, another little. But here's the thing, though. Love it. Here's the thing. Carolina has failed to cover each of his past five games in the month of December or later. Seattle has failed to cover in each of its past three games in December. So something's got to give. I'm going to give it to the better team, which is the, which is the Seahawks. Each of the and another little tidbit here: each of the past four meetings between these teams have gone over. So if you're leaning towards the over, I highly recommend that you do. All right, best bets. Real quick, okay. I like college it. football, only one game. If you're a real American, this is your big game. Most American game of the year. Most American Andy, game of the year. Pope, what are we thinking? Are we thinking the under? Bucket list sporting event for me. Let me just say that. The top of the bucket list is the Rose Bowl. I do want to go to the Rose Bowl. Army-Navy is right up there. Uh, just just a great tradition all around. Uh, the under is 18-0 in the last 18 years. 16 and 0, whatever. Um, if you watched last year, <laughs> that game should have went over. They, it deserved to go over. I believe Navy won. This is the year. Something's got to give. Everyone sees that stat for the under and says, let me take the under. Someone has to bet the over. And I'm going to do my part. I am going to take over 32 and a half. This real is real the year you are real Army Navy goes uh, over. I... I love America. I am rooting. <laughs> I am rooting for fun in this game. I am rooting for offense in this game. In a game where offense is really not there. There's a lot of punts. A lot of running the ball, running right. the clock. Give me the over. I don't. I don't like. I don't like to play at all. Give me the over. I will be wagering money on the over. I'm going to go with Navy minus one and a half. I just think Navy's the better team. I just think that uh, there's really no research going into this. I saw the records. Navy's the better team. Give me Navy minus one and a half. 
that's really it. There's, there's really, there's really no other analysis to it. All right, moving on to the NBA, the Knicks, the New York Knicks get a big win over the, over the Atlanta. Go New York. Uh, They announced the other day that they were making changes to the rotation. No more Cam Reddish. No more Derrick Rose. No more Evan Fournier. So now that enters in Deuce McBride, a little bit more of Emmanuel Click, a little bit more of Emmanuel Quickly, more of Obi Toppin, more of Quentin Grimes, who's who's been in the starting lineup for the last ten games. And Julius Randle, hey, I'll give the guy credit. I've shit on him a lot. 37 points, uh, 30, oh, 31 points, 17 rebounds, almost had 20 rebounds. I, it's a big, a big morale boost for the Knicks. Very big morale boost for the Knicks. Hopefully it's a sign of things to come. The Eastern Conference is as tight as I, I, I thought. We're like a game back from the five seed. The, the Knicks are a game back from the five seed. Uh, they're 12 and 13. They are basically between ninth and sixth place. Uh, no, ninth and fifth place. It's only one and a half. Game. It's, it's one full game between ninth and fifth place in the Eastern Conference. So it could, it could be anybody. It could be anybody's spot at this point. Yes. I mean, uh, you're, you're the NBA guy here, but uh... – do you buy into uh, any of this yes, Tibbs being on the hot seat? Any of that? Career, I think that he had a he had a prime opportunity with Derrick Rose. He couldn't succeed with it. He had a prime opportunity with Jimmy Butler in Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns and couldn't do anything with it. I don't think he had a prime opportunity here. I just think he's too stubborn. But finally, he's well. I think the front office has been in his ear, basically being like, "Oh, we got to play the kids," because I don't think we're really doing it with the guy that we spent. $80 million on with Evan Fournier and a 30, a, like a, almost like a 35 year old Derek Rose. So I think they had to lean more towards playing the younger guys. That, that, that's what I have on the Knicks. Um, I was told that Devontae Adams just made one of the craziest catches of the year. And yeah, he did as he was being, as he was, as he was being held. by. Oh Jaylen boy. Andrew, let, me, let me see this. Yeah, I'm yeah, shocker. Not a shocker at all. Um, yeah, that was insane. That was pretty oh, insane. Good God, um, other cash. NBA news uh, relating to New York, and the Nets got a big win over the Hornets. In a game they were favored by 10, got a bit shaky in the fourth quarter. Kyrie Irving finishes with 33 points, five rebounds, nine assists. Kevin Durant finishes with 29 points, nine rebounds, eight assists, a rebound, and two assists away from a triple double. In other NBA news, the number one team in the East took on the number one team in the West, and the Celtics blew them out of the water. Insane. 125 to 98. The leading scorer of the Celtics, of not, not of the Celtics, of the Suns, was a guy off the bench. It was Josh Akogi with 28 points off the bench. Devin Booker didn't do anything. He had 17 points, shot 6-17. DeAndre Ayton didn't do shit either. 8.7 rebounds. It was Chris Paul's first game back. What did he do? Four points. Four rebounds. Four assists. What does he even do? What does he do? He's overrated. He's a fraud. He is a fraud in my eyes. Oh, my God. All right. uh, Pope, Iowa, plus two and a half was one of the worst bets I've ever made. Hand up. 
we uh, only what, what do we got? Time. I haven't even looked. It's it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Oh my it's not good. God! Especially when Chris Murray was out. <laughs> oh Live bet him plus 25 and a half. Good God. 20 to 2 at the under 12. Hand up. Hand up. The family business. Thank God that was my only bet of the day. I'm glad I did not bet that. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that. Uh, moving on to the NHL, the Rangers get a big win over the league-leading Vegas Golden Knights. Actually, well, the Western Conference-leading Vegas Golden Knights. That's a win that the Rangers desperately needed, especially against a very good team like that, which showed they are capable of beating the good teams. Logan, they put up five goals in four goals in the third period. Over Logan Thompson, who has proven to be a great goalie in this league. Igor had a phenomenal game. All the kids scored. So, Cowie, I know you're uh, – Pope, I know you're a – I know you're a uh, hockey fan during the playoffs, so I'll say this. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a fraud hockey fan. It's okay. I'm a there fraud, a lot, yes. A you could say it. Fans. Uh, basically, what they did is they broke up the kid line. So, now they were all on separate lines. Then they brought him back together. Okay, yeah. They sucked. And that's and then basically they put Lafreniere and Kako on the first line with uh, Mika Zibanejad. So they broke up Mika and Kreider, and then they broke. Then they put Panarin and Trocheck on the same line as Kreider, I believe. I think that's what it was. Let me check. I've seen a lot of uh, um, yeah, Gerard I mean, Gallant hate I mean, on Twitter. Uh, your team isn't really playing that well. It, it was a Gerard Gallant revenge game. I, I will say that. Who did they bring in? Oh, uh, the starting starting lines were Lafreniere, Zibanejad, Kako. They didn't separate the D line. Let me check who what the rush lines were during the pregame. Because so then they played St. Louis, who was terrible. They were down five four, and then ended up winning six four. Yeah, it, yeah. So it, it is. Uh, so you got Lafreniere, Zibanejad, and Kako, Panarin, Philip Hedl, and Barclay Goudreau, Chris Kreider, Vincent Trocheck, and Jimmy VC, along with Sammy Blay, Johnny Brodzinski, and Julian Gauthier. And they waved Ryan Carpenter, who is a Gerard Gallant stooge, and has been a disciple of the Gerard Gallant system. And I'm just um, I'm happy about that. Uh, to make Tim happy, yeah, that's a guy I was burning. Oh, that's a guy you were. Uh, so I'm happy. You about. were giving the business the uh, other day. The Islanders took All a right. rough loss last night as well. Or no, on Tuesday against the Blues, they lost seven to four. That's not good, uh, especially against a terrible team like that. Uh, as the standings go right now, if we go to the wild card, the Rangers are. Uh, tied with the Lightning for the for that second spot in the wild card. The Atlantic Division goes Boston, Toronto, and Detroit, and the Metro goes New Jersey, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Only one point separates. Uh, only one point separates one, two, and three in the wild card. Top two teams make the wild card. So the Rangers, hopefully, they'll hit their stride. Last year, you know, they didn't really come up with big wins until January, February. And then once March came around, they really hit their stride. So maybe that's the same thing. Hopefully this new line, this new line change is for the better for the New York Rangers. I will be very happy with that. Mm -hmm. It's a college basketball. 
Um, big day, big recent days in college basketball. Duke got a big win. I'm just thinking about fucking Iowa, Iowa State score and just crying inside. It's it's twenty to four. What? Oh, uh, twenty two to four. Twenty two to four. I should stop betting All right, Iowa, Iowa State only because. Only because last year I bet Iowa, Iowa State, and then bet Iowa because I was like, yeah, they have Keegan Murray and the Murray twins and Jordan Bohannon, and then Iowa State like killed them, and then I was like, fuck, I was like, I was like, fuck. I remember that game of four and a half points spread. I, I do too. And then I why I remember Iowa, that, Iowa State, but I, do. And I was like, Iowa State beat them. Chris Murray's out. Let me take Iowa State, and then it just didn't happen. That's that's sad. It's sad. It's a sad occurrence. But speaking of Iowa. Duke took down Iowa on Tuesday at the Garden. Jeremy Roach tied his matches career high, 22 points, two rebounds, three assists, alongside with Kyle Filipowski with a double-double, 12 points, 10 rebounds. Mark Mitchell with his coming out party, 17 points, five rebounds. Um, Very good game for Duke. Uh, then they have Maryland Eastern Shore on Saturday, and then they have their break for finals. And then they don't play until – they do not play until the 20th of December against Wake Forest. So that is Duke's deal right now. One of my wagons did lose. Texas lost to Illinois in overtime. They were up 10. They were up 10 with like not that much time left, and they choked it away. Um in other news, Indiana got back on the right foot. Trace Jackson Davis would be third triple-double in program history. 12 points, 10 assists, 11 rebounds. And finally, I have a new wagon. New wagon alert. Let it be known. The Yukon Huskies are not to be, fu- are not to be fucked with. Yes. D- the record shows it. The net shows it. And I don't know how much value you give Ken Palm. Ken Palm loves them. Uh, they're the second team in the nation on Ken Palm. Uh, basketball, college yes. basketball in general, is good, yes. is better when UConn is uh, good. I think they do. UConn could I win the national championship this year. Uh, than Dan Hurley. And there's no one I'd rather see succeed I love that. I love Dan Hurley. Uh, than Danny Hurley. Uh, one of the, the best things about uh, this early non-conference month uh, that we've had is we do not have to pretend yes. that Gonzaga is good this year. We do not have to pretend in February when oh. they beat Pepperdine by sixty <laughs> and cover the forty and a half point spread at like on like ten thirty on a Tuesday night. Gonzaga sucks on like a Saturday in like on March first. Like there's. We don't have to pretend like they can win the championship this year. Uh, they they might be unranked uh, by January first. Well, they suck. The they don't benefit from having a true player. I and you know what? They don't. And you know what? Uh, oh, you getting that I mustache? I haven't even write it off. Yet. It's not I even gonna happen. So I said to myself, "Yeah, you spoiled it, but it's fine." Uh oh! Did I just? Zaga uh, wins a national championship. I am getting the Drew Timmy handlebar mustache, but as it looks right now, it is it, it's it's look it's looking good. It's looking good. Um, 
And then, I mean, quietly, I guess, I guess quietly, not quietly. Houston is the best team in the nation. Um, I just, I think they get a little bit of the Gonzaga treatment actually, from me. I think they're actually good. Um, I think given that, that they who don't. Who did they lose last year? They lost Marcus Sasser due to I, injury. I do, but. Back, and without him, they made the Elite Eight. Um, it's just the conference thing. I don't know. I, I guess I'm like a power you're, you're five. I have, I have a power five bias, a power six. Um, I don't know. I think Even next, Saturday's next Saturday's game, uh, which with the, they get that this is a test for them. Um, um where is that is that game on a neutral yeah, floor? Is, is that the Coachella Center? Okay, wow, okay, well, then that's game. a true road game yeah, for them. Game. That that will uh yeah, home up, game, home up. game. <laughs> My bad, hand up, hand up. Uh if they win that game, we are setting up for the rare one versus two. Given the Texas laws. I think UConn leaves. I, I I think you I think UConn leaves at the two by Monday. Do you? Okay, that's that, fair. Those are that, that, that's my thought with the spread, not with the spread, but the poll. Um, um, so pretty big weekend coming up in college basketball as well. Uh, as we mentioned, Alabama does take on Houston at at the Fertitta Center in Houston. Last time these two teams matched up was last year. This is the second half of a home and home for Alabama. Took down Houston, eighty three to eighty two. Um, on the other hand, there's also a game with some value as well. Arkansas, Oklahoma has a bit, has the potential to be pretty good too. I, I think Porter Moser has his team ready. The yes. is ready. I'm pretty excited to watch that one too. Another game I'm excited for: Kansas and Missouri. Missouri is nine and zero. Oh. A sneaky nine. Sneaky, now, sneaky granted, good. They have played. They um, haven't really pay, played the greatest teams. Southern Indiana, Penn, Lindenwood, SIUE, Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State, Coastal Carolina, Houston Baptist, Wichita State. Yeah, I just named it. Oh, and Southeast Missouri State. But the annual game with Kansas, yeah, it's, I think it's always a big one. It's a big rivalry. I, I don't know. It's definitely something to keep an eye out for. Definitely something to keep an eye out for. Uh, then we go to Vegas. Arizona takes on Indiana. Uh. At the MGM MGM Grand Arena in Vegas, Arizona beat. Oh, it does. Oh, it has the over written all over. It sure does. (sighs) I do too. I love. I love. I I love me some Arizona overs. Uh, Sunday and then Sunday we do have a big one as well. And as we talk about overs, we are now looking at unders. Tennessee, Maryland in college in at the Barclays Center. Under. At the Barclays Center. I think that's... Barclays Center. That is a very weird venue. Under. That is a weird venue. Um, I will say, under. though, uh, under. update, uh, Iowa State has... Oh, no, no, they cut it, but then they lost it. It is now at 21. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, this just goes to show how... Oh, boy. You know what this is... E- uh, Rutgers got a... Rutgers has a lead on Ohio State. North Carolina. They suck. Because they lost to Iowa State. What? Frauds. 
frauds. I think this might be the worst preseason number one yeah. I can remember. Maybe ever. It's up, it, it's up there. Because, like, remember when Michigan State I mean, won, then they lost to Kentucky, then they lost to somebody else. Like, they lost to, like, three pretty good teams. And then that would, that's what made them, like, stay in the rankings. North Carolina lost to... North Carolina is losing a, like... Yeah, Xavier. They, did they lose a Xavier? No, they were on the different bracket. They were on the different side of the, the bracket. It was Iowa State, Alabama. Then they lost to Indiana. Then they just lost to Virginia Tech. Then they barely beat Portland, which that that was... That was scary. That was very scary. Oh, no. Why would it be scary for me? I found it hilarious. All right. Moving on from college basketball, time for what I saw. Uh, Pope, what is your what I saw? Uh, this is a, a what I saw that I'm giving out. Uh, with a heavy oh. heart. Uh, Rico Bosco. Uh, Rico Bosco is leaving the stool. And I don't know where he's headed. I have seen two rumors on Twitter. I saw oh, one uh, that he might be headed to Bet Rivers. I know who's there. Uh, which you know who's there is uh, the great, the great... Uh, the true Pope, the sports Pope, uh, Mike Francesa. Um, I also saw another rumor that he might be headed to Odyssey, yeah, uh, which is the, you know, phone app for the radio stations. Uh, I just want to say if Rico Bosco ever, uh, holds a show <laughs> where he takes yeah. callers, uh, they will need an army of producers to screen calls because I'm sure he'll have his, uh, fair share of haters calling in, but, if Rico Bosco ever uh, hosts a caller show, I will I will be a caller. Yes. I just want to say that I am a rider for life. Uh, if Jeff Nadeau, uh fills the third seat on the Pick'em, I might never consume uh, another piece scary. of Barstool content. I, I will be furious. I, I just don't think he's uh, like versed I'm enough speaking, in college football to be... Uh, Dave, Dan, and Hank. I don't know. We love you, Rico. Rico we Bosco. You, Rico. Uh, That's what I saw. Is Bob Nightingale. We love you, Rico. You don't know, Bob Nightingale is one of the most dumb baseball reporters out there in just in general. And oh, Trevor Bauer uh, is signing with the Mets. <laughs> the legend of Bob. Uh, the legend of the legend of Bob Nightingale. And. Uh, Bob Nightingale tweeted the other day, and it's still out there. Um, if I can find it, or did it get deleted? It might have gotten deleted, but still, it, it's it, it's still out there. So with the Air, so with the Aaron Judge signing, yes, here it is. So with the Aaron Judge signing, uh, it may. I'll I'll just say this. Okay, so Bob Nightingale, when Xander Bogarts signed with. The Padres tweeted, the Padres are now the first team in MLB history to have three players making at least $300 million, all infielders. Xander Bogart's got $280 million, and the Yankees accomplished were the first to accomplish that feat that morning. 
that morning with signing Judge. I think that's 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 just Bob, that's just Boob at his finest. Bob Lane, yeah. Good, good for Boob. Good, just God, God bless, God bless that man. God, God bless him. Uh, he just did a oh, pulling uh, teeth interview oh, with oh, Julian Gallardi. I, I love Julian. Um, all right, all right. Fun fact of the day. Very fun episode. We were shorthanded. Pope decided to step in. Pope, how how did you like it? How how'd you, how how did you enjoy? Um, I love the debut. I thought it went well. Uh, love talking uh, sports. I will say that uh, my potential uh-huh. return <laughs> to the WFAN Airways uh, will come during Christmas week if Sal Licata is man enough to be on the air during Christmas week. I will have <laughs> access to another unblocked phone number, and I will be... Uh, I will be waiting up. I will be calling in. Uh, I will go after Salicata in defense of a New York sports exchange legend, Frank the Tank. Uh, That's that's where this stems from. Uh, Salicata, I'm coming after you. Fun fact of the day: this one's for my this is for my uh, this one's for my wrestling fans out there, the ones that. Love WWE when you were a kid, and then you know you faded away from it. What year did the Uh-oh. Undertaker win the Royal Rumble? I mean, it's got to be somewhat. It's got to be early two thousands. Um, I'm going to say oh, you were so 2006. Close. You were so close. The Undertaker won the Royal Rumble in 2007. He and John Cena are the only two superstars that have entered the Royal Rumble match at number 30 and won. And it both happened in back-to-back years. The Undertaker did it in 2007, and John Cena did it in 2008. In our lifetime, The Undertaker every, kind every, of every just showed up when every WrestleMania. Into, when I first got into wrestling, he was a weekly appearance. As I faded away from it, he was like, shall I? As we aged, he became more of a once-a-year guy who continued the streak, <laughs> which, by the way, Brock Lesnar beating the streak, it's still, it's still, uh, still the worst WWE decision. It still shocks me to this day. That's a moment. That's a where was I when moment. I'll never forget where I was, what I was doing, who I was with when Brock Lesnar beat the streak. Still a dumb creative decision to this day. Because I didn't buy the pay-per-view. I didn't buy the pay-per-view because my parents never let me buy pay-per-views. But... Yeah, they were like $75. To be fair, they were like seventy bucks. Like, yeah, that was for a fake for a fake show. So what I would do is I would always like Google like what happened during the pay per view, and I was in school. And you know how those they have like those school computers, Uh, WWE uh, 
WWE.com. Oh, the, yeah, the filters. And so I couldn't really see. And then I saw, like, a sports <laughs> thing that was, like, Lesnar defeats The Undertaker. And I was just like, nope, fake news. No. And then I got home, went on WWE.com, and then that, there it was. There, there was my source. Oh, uh, yes. The glory days of WWE uh, uh, when we watched it. This has gone down the drain. It has yeah. since. I mean, not that I watch it, but yeah. it is. It's. It can't be a PG show. Right, it just so that's can't be. Up today, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube. Be sure to like our videos on YouTube. We will be uploading videos on YouTube very soon. My editing class is almost over, but. <laughs> Uh, be sure to follow us on Spotify and rate us on Spotify. Five stars only. It'll help us out tremendously. Enjoy your college football Sunday. College football Sunday. Enjoy your NFL Sunday. Enjoy the Army-Navy game. Hopefully, Carlos Rodon is a Yankee. And we will see you guys on Tuesday. Peace out. Peace out.